1: Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our sponsor. Kojo, a self-acclaimed detective, goes on a rampage page to tackle the exponential rise in trending crimes. Armed with his intelligence, sharp instincts, and unpredictable methods, how successful will he be and who will be on the run? Watch today. Trending Crimes, catch season one of all the episodes on Amazon Prime Video. Hello, my people, my people, my people. Welcome back to another amazing show. This is the Transform You Live show, the only show where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. Of course, I'm your host, Marcus Hart, and today we got another amazing and fabulous Guest here today. Uh, I am truly honored to have this guest. I am truly blessed to be in this guest's presence. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be a remarkable show uh, here today. Uh, for those who are watching, you're definitely going to be inspired by uh, what this guest is doing. Uh, so, uh, this guest is 17 years old, by the way. Uh, she's working towards becoming a U.S. senator and motivational speaker. Uh, her journey for politics began in the fifth grade when meeting a Holocaust survivor and learn about the political system when adopted twice uh, she was adopted twice and have used her experiences to make a change within the society it will be a privilege to be a voice for the community and discuss important topics uh, in her own words so we have Ashley uh, Ewa and I, I got the name correct really, right <laughs>
2: yes
1: oh perfect perfect like uh I, I always I usually get the names um before we you know we talk but like Ashling, is it seems pretty easy to say so how's it going Thanks. today it's going great how about you I'm, I'm doing phenomenal you know it's, it's definitely a pleasure to be able to talk with you here today uh as mentioned you know before you know you have a, such a a great you know a little a great great journey you know that in which you're exploring here um but you know Before we get into that, you know, um, I want to allow you, in your own words, to tell us about your transformation journey from where you started to where you are now and where you're continuing to go, because transformation don't just happen.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, it all started being born on October 6th, thousand ten, two, and I was born in that time of the one-child policy in China. And not only being born female and medically affected, I was born, I was born cleft affected. Mm-hmm. And so my biological parents could not take care of me. And so therefore, I was put into an orphanage in China. And then I was adopted at age four and adopted into the U.S. And now I'm here in Georgia. And then I was adopted again. Because the first time I was adopted, I was placed into foster homes and stuff like that because it did not work out. And then I was adopted again when I was seven years old. And so that really traumatized my past and my life as a little girl. So I had to learn how to grow up quickly and defend for myself. And I knew that I knew I was alone. You know, as a little kid, I knew, oh my goodness, people don't want me, you know? But then mm-hmm. I found my adopted family, that accepted me as their own. And they taught me to be kind and to love and care about people, and most of all have compassion. They taught me what a real family was. And then that's when I knew that I, it was possible that I can have a family and I can have a home. And so then as I grew older, I reflected on my past and I knew that all these hard, difficult hardships of being in foster homes, struggling with school, being behind all the other kids in elementary, it took a toll on my life. It took a toll on my life, not just how I got along with peers at school, but it took a toll on my life, on my self-confidence. And then in middle school, I hanged out with the wrong crowd. This crowd would, it, it was considered the cool kids, you know, the cool kids crowd. I try to copy them and stuff like that. And I try to gossip like they would and laugh just like they would, you know, I would try to fit in because ever since I was a little kid, as a foster kid, all I wanted to be was accepted. Mm -hmm. And then in seventh grade, I got accused of talking crap and talking poorly about one of the girls in the group. And that destroyed their trust with me. So they all left me. And so like, they didn't want to be friends with me. And I, I can—I already knew from day one, when I wanted to hang out with them, that they weren't fond of me, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't their cup of tea. And mm-hmm. later on, I accepted that. And so I began to feel left out, and they kept on like, leaving me out. They would giggle at all my mistakes and stuff like that. And so then in eighth grade, I remembered I sat down with myself, you know, I sat down on my bed, and I remembered OMG! What am I doing? Why am I hanging out with the, with these people who don't, you know, a, appreciate my presence, you know, and appreciate me trying to give them my friendship? And right. so then I thought to myself, wait a minute, I'm getting distracted from my goals and my dreams. I remembered that's in eighth grade. I remembered how I rem- I met a Hulk survivor, in fifth grade, and he changed my life forever. I got to feel his tattoo on his right forearm. And that forever enlightened me, inspired me to be a politician and to be a political leader who would protect human rights and make sure people like Adolf Hitler never get elected again. That was my promise. And then in sixth grade, I met a, my social, money, social studies teacher. She had taught me about the political government and stuff like that. And, the system and, you know, politics and what politicians do. And so that's when I really knew I wanted to be a politician. But like I said, I started hanging out with the wrong crowd. You know, I tried to, you know, impress people. I was a people pleaser. And in seventh grade, I got distracted from my goals. And then eighth grade, you know, that's when I took the time to really reflect, who am I? Who do I want to be? And so I decided, no, I'm going to leave that group. I'm not gonna try to, you know, be the third wheel or try to follow them around because I knew in my heart my passion, my dreams, you know, and I really wanted to follow that. So then I decided to leave them and stuff like that and go and campaign and page for the Georgia State Capitol and actually start to do more things in the community. And so that really that really made a huge impact and i felt fortunate because i was actually starting to achieve more and more goals and then high school came up and i was so ready i was so pumped i love school and i know that might be weird to others but i love to learn and to interact with yeah. you know colleagues teachers and students and peers i love that and so therefore in high school i joined student government and I became VP in my sophomore year and I was really young for someone to be a VP, you know, cause you know, I, they just started student government up. And then I kept on campaigning. I kept on, you know, staying involved and I really liked it. And then in junior year, I became VP again because you know, presidents have to be senior in student government. Right. So that was just, I was just, I felt so fortunate and I, I realized my, fortunate. Like I was so fortunate to get VP twice. And then as a rising senior, I was lucky enough to be president of student government. I got to be president of student government. But the the big catch is the fact that in eighth grade, before I went to high school, I told my principal advisory, you know, sponsor because I was in it. I told him that, hey, I will do everything I can to make my high school a better place. And he said to me, well, you might just, I don't know, be president of it one day. And I told him, I won't stop until I achieve my dreams. I won't stop until I get there. So then high school comes, you know? And the fact that as a rising senior, I am president of student government, that was proof and evidence that dreams are achievable. And the fact that ever since a middle school, me told me that I would get there, I actually got there. And I was just beyond grateful. But I... I got to share my story to other school and to places as well. And it's just been an honor to even be here to discuss all this because so much has happened in my life. But one thing I have learned is that you cannot let the past define you. Right. And the past is not an obstacle, but rather an opportunity to grow and build yourself, to learn from your mistakes to learn from your past. Your past can't change. You can't rewrite it, but you can move on and continue to strive ahead.
1: I like that. You know what, you you really, really, you know, uh, speak, you know, so so much values. You really speak, you know, um, so much truth here, you know, and, you know, in the the amount of, uh, you know, Encouragement you give to others and inspiration you give to others just through your very own story. Uh, just hearing hearing back early on about you know uh, as a baby you you were, were rejected and uh, and then you know uh, just growing up as a little kid you you know you, you found that like you know uh, acceptance was really huge for you and you, you just wanted to be accepted but you know you you, you thought you had to do it the wrong way. Um, by, you know, uh going into the wrong crowds and in and the wrong and, 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 and doing some of the things that those wrong crowds were doing, but then you discover like, hey, these guys was just trying to make a fool out of me. But, you know, uh I, I can do I can do good uh by, you know, uh simply uh giving back to the world and and, and giving mm-hmm. it back to to the community and giving back to uh, to others by being a leader and uh and just doing what's right. Uh and you know and that that's a real pivotal point in your life on huh? Uh, also, you know, uh, especially being the Holocaust survivor, uh, it really, really changed your life too, you know, big time. There, uh, now, uh, there, there's a there's a lot of lot of young people who who, who really struggle, um, who may have, you know, may not not been rejected by the parents, but you know, they they feel like this world, you know, um, really truly rejects them, you know, um, really really uh, truly doesn't pay attention to them. Um, do do you feel like you know had had you not met that holocaust survivor uh had had you not you know um, just you know uh, start like you know just giving back a little bit uh in in positive ways that you know you you would have still had that 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 bit of anger uh and that, that bit of feeling of rejection inside of you
2: i mean that's a really good question honestly and and somewhat like i i feel like that if i didn't meet that holocaust survivor and i didn't go through my past and experiences, I definitely think I would be a different person today. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like if that stuff in middle school and as a child didn't happen, I definitely would not be the person I am today.
1: Yeah, that's 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 really important. You know, um you know some sometimes we, we, we gotta we gotta go through those things and mm-hmm. and we have to meet certain people to really kinda, you know, open our eyes to the bigger picture. Uh, and I, I find that very impressive. I very, find that very impressive. Now, what, what have, uh, what, what have like, you know, do you really feel like some of the work you have been doing, you know, in the school, has that been like, sort of like, kind of like your step in, um, into the footprints of like, what you think you, you know, uh, really want to do when you grow up?
2: Yes, yes, I do. I think the stuff I do in school, it really, it's that practice, you know, like student government is politics locally inside of school, you know, yeah. and I feel like that being involved in school not only enhances an individual to actually do community services in the real world, but in and, and the outside world other than school, but I... as a junior, like as a rising senior, I've been trying to been, I have been trying to do more outside of school because Mm -hmm. in reality, nobody cares about your grades. Nobody cares about what you get on SATs. People want to know skills. What do you have to bring to the table? People want to know extraordinary, you know? And so like, for me, I actually tried doing things outside of school, whether it's actually speaking at another school about my dream and about Um, being yourself and accepting who you are and then actually you know going to programs outside of school and actually like trying to be an activist not not just inside the school you know I feel like all those things those are practiced in a way for me to build but build in a way where I'm actually building other people as I'm trying to get to my dreams
1: yeah you know what that makes me smile you know (laughs) you know just to hear that you know that um you know um you you really get that you know uh, you can't teach that you know Uh, it's really hard to like you know um uh, teach that and install that into people uh, that like hey you know uh you know um yeah you need education but Mm -hmm. a lot of times um in in certain when you're trying to you know um live out your dreams you actually have to put, do the work you actually have to get yeah. the experience in order to get the experience you have to experience the experience
2: yeah exactly <laughs> so, yes so
1: that's the only way you, you 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 fine-tune your your gifts and and your skills uh and um and, and it, it seems like you you, you really kind of decided on that uh now now at what point did you did you figure that out you know and um and how, how can you help others to, like, kind of unlock that same, same secret?
2: Thank you so much for asking that. I'm so glad. I mean, I'm so glad to be answering this. Uh, I knew about this when I was in eighth grade. Sixth grade, I felt enlightened, right? But in eighth yeah. grade, that's when I really felt it. Like, if you have a passion, you're very passionate yeah. about it. Like, some people are passionate about music. Some people are passionate about acting. Some people are passionate about yeah. sports, etc. But if you're really passionate about something, you can feel it. It's a sensation. And you won't stop until you get closer and closer. For me, that's what I felt in eighth grade. And I kept on going, you know. But um, I realized in eighth grade, because then when I went to high school, like, I used my social media as a way to, you know, connect with people. And ever since a sophomore, that's when I got, you know, my social media. And I'm glad, because you're more mature than being in middle school and having social media, you know. So a sophomore year, ever since sophomore year, I've been, you know, connecting with a lot of influencers, people who are extremely successful, have been interacting with my content and something like that. And so like I get to, you know, bind and connect with them and their characteristics and, you know, what they preach and what, and, you know, and their happens rubs off to you because there's that yeah. saying, you are who you surround yourself with, you know? If you yeah, want to be a leader.
1: Yeah, you found me like that. So.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, if you are a leader, yeah. you got. If, if you want to be a leader, surround yourself with leaders. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. That's when I figured out, oh, my goodness, you're right. Grades, like, they matter if you're going to college to a certain extent. But getting the highest SAT scores doesn't make you more valid than mm-hmm. someone else with Cs and Ds. Because I guarantee you, that kid – with a- A's and B's is more likely going to be a millionaire than the one with straight A's, 4.7 GPA, highest SAT scores, you know? Because of the fact that it's creativity. Those people mm. who have that kind of stuff in school, they're not, they're not using their time to actually build skills for the, out, you know, for the adult world. And said that person over there who wants to be an, you know, a basketball star It's actually taking the time to practice instead of spending so much time on studying. Cause for me, I like to learn, not study things that are just going to be forgotten in five minutes, you know? So that's how I learned it is by surrounding myself with extremely successful people. That is how I learned about the school situation and stuff like that is cause that's what they taught me. And I remember that, you know, um, Another thing is that my advice to people who are trying to figure out who they are is to one, face your past, sit down with yourself, write down your goals. Where do you want your life to be? What do you want? What dreams do you have? Do not think too realistically. This is the reason why most people don't succeed is because one, they don't believe in themselves. Two, they think too realistically, you know what I'm saying? And then three, they just, they don't get out of their comfort zone. And so if that's my advice to them is to write down your goals and your dreams and where you actually want to be. If you want to live and, you know, in the nicest home in the world you can find and have a very successful job, write that down. Because when you write that down, your brain actually processes that. And if you tell yourself you're going to be this and that, oh yeah, I'm going to be this in the future. Your brain is actually going to start to believe that to the point that your brain is going to do everything it can to make sure that's a reality. And so for me, like, my advice to people is to do that and also accept what happened in your past and grow from it. Don't dwell, don't obsess over what you could have done as an 11 year old or what you could have done as a 10 year old. You know what I'm saying? Like, do not let your past be your regret. And then my other one is don't like hang out with people who bring out the best in you. And then the other one is, trying to fit in in school is a mistake. One, you're wasting your time. Two, be yourself. And three, if you really focus on what you need to get done, you'll be good for the future. Because I guarantee you, the ones guaranteeing you is that the one, the ones at school who are, you know, the ones who are so focused on their future and focused on what they gotta get done and stuff like that, are the ones that go the farthest. Versus the ones who are trying to be the coolest and, you know, and try to fit in and stuff like that and be mean to other kids because they think it's cool. You know, that's what a lot of teenagers. And I see a lot of high schoolers struggle with that. And I keep trying to tell them, be yourself, acknowledge what your morals and principles are. Acknowledge who you want to be in life. Like ask yourself, what type of person do you want to be in the future? If you want to be somebody who is successful in the next five years. Make a plan, but don't just make a plan. Actually take action to do that. Because if you make a plan and you don't take action, you hesitate and you don't get out of your comfort zone, that's a waste of lead or that's just a waste of paper. You know what I'm saying? So that's my advice. Take Take action, take risks, get out of your comfort zone, be yourself. Don't try to fit in. And most of all, Accept your past, grow from it, and be kind to each other.
1: Yeah, you know what? I really love that. You know, um, you you really, really speak in my language here, you know, and uh, I, I know a lot of the audience out there greatly appreciate some of the just the nuggets you drop in here you know um if we took everything you just said here and if we deposited into a bank right now we'd make about a oh. trillion dollars uh, back in dividends so it's <laughs> just truly amazing uh wisdom you have and um uh, great head on your shoulders here so we really appreciate you know for you uh so um yeah you know, you, you, you mentioned just starting now, like, um, what, what, what all you say is right now, um uh, to sum it all up it sour sounds, sounds like you're saying, you know, um, if we just start right now, you know, like for a lot of the uh, kids in school right now, if they just start right now, start where they are right now and, and, and just, and just put the work in right now. And even for adults, you know, there's still a lot of adults don't think they can start right now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but if they just, you know, stop and start right now and and, and start planning out and don't waste that ledge, so to speak, like you just, as as you just mentioned, you know, uh, and then put it into action, you know, they can start accomplishing uh, things that they can just, you know, let, let let ruminate in their head and and in their brains uh, and and manifest it. Um, You're so right there, you know, Um, now, you know, now was there ever a point um, in which, you know, cause I, I, I know now, uh, you 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 really seeking something very very high, um, and you know, and you know it, it it's a very very high seat in, seat indeed, and it's U.S. Senate. Um, now, was there ever any like you know um, doubts that came in your head, you know, um, as, as you as you began to just venture off on you know putting 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 your little fire putting your fire fire plan together and then and then you said to yourself well you know this is kind of big you know how 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 am i able to do this you know and you know um because sometimes we can let those little little doubts come in our heads and you know um, but what do you do with those thank you
2: for asking and yeah i have doubts all the time and i try not to let it get to me but man i'm for me i'm a very anxious person so like Every day, like, I'm like, yes, I can do it. Like, for some reason, my gut, like, tells me I'm going to get there. Like, my gut tells me, because ever since middle school, all these politicians at the Georgia State Capitol, even my teachers say I have a future in politics, you know? And so, like, I know that. Like, I love public speaking. That's just a gift for me. And so I know that that, my enthusiasm and that can definitely help me in politics. I love public speaking. If I had to do that in front of hundreds of people or even millions, I wouldn't be scared. I would not hesitate. Um, for, but for me, like I'm, in, I'm a very anxious person. And I worry a lot and I'm very doubtful, honestly. But the way I deal with my doubts is that I do think the worst only so I can prepare myself for the worst. But not only that, the way I cope with my doubts is that I just sum up and count my blessings and I literally just sum up of all the things I've accomplished and all the things I've done and I keep my age into count, and mm-hmm. so like I tell myself I'm gonna get there, you know and I keep writing down my goals and stuff like that, and I reflect on all the things I was actually able to get done and instead of think about the things I haven't done yet, you know what I'm saying right. like instead of thinking about what I can't do, I keep focusing on what I can do and I keep finding other opportunities and I'm very open-minded you know I'm very open-minded to the point where like I can spot out an opportunity if I see one and I try to take it as fast as I can so I don't miss my chance but I also know is that I can't rush it and that's a huge advice I would give to many don't rush your dreams if you do that you're going to become impatient and you're going to eventually give up for me I would never give up on my dreams because it feels so real like my dreams don't feel impossible. Because every day I remind myself, we put a man on the moon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anything is possible. We used to have dinosaurs. Anything is possible. You know, if you dream of being a well-known chef, you'll get there. If you dream of being an author, you will get there. If you tell yourself that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's how I cope with my doubts, is that I tell myself, I'm gonna get there. I just know it. I can feel it. You know, it's like when you know it feels right, then it's right, you know what I'm saying? So for me, that's how I cope with it. I sum up of all the things I was actually able to get done. And I remind myself of how fortunate I am. Cause there's always gonna be someone out there who's like, man, I wish I could do that or I wish I could get there or something like that you know what I'm
1: saying?
2: Yeah. Um, so that's my biggest advice is don't rush your path and do not compare yourself to other people because everyone has their own timeline and you have no clue what that person is truly going through
1: absolutely yeah um you know there, like you said there's so many examples out there of like things that you mm-hmm. wouldn't even think are possible have been came into you know fruition, you know um you know it started from just a little idea and, and then poof, here it is, you know, and you know and yeah. if you you know, if they can do it, why not you? You know? Yeah. Um there's no respect of a person uh, on this on this planet, uh or for that matter for this universe. Yeah. <laughs> so so, you know, if uh you know, there's you know, there's nothing that we can't
3: do if we don't put our put our heads to it. you
0: uh yeah.
1: in, in in our hearts and most important you got to put your heart your heart's got to be in there too um yes you know so so in in terms of like fun you know um you know i i know that you know you, you can't have all work without any fun uh do you make time for it you know um or do you say uh oh, nah, no time for fun right now <laughs>
2: so- yeah well here's the thing I, i'm actually pretty bad at balancing out my life I like to yeah. work 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 and advocate over that and never take a break so <laughs> I think what I do for fun is work out I love working out with yeah, music because yeah. it pumps my you know pumps my adrenaline and it really keeps me not only mentally but physically in shape as well and I like doing that and I also I love to write about social issues because it's a way for me to also be an advocate and stuff like that and that, those are my two biggest hobbies is, is writing inspirational stories that I've been through and some of that to help people. Because I would never preach motivational content that I've not been through. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I want it to be something that the audience can relate to. And so for me, and I also like to, I like to run to music. So those are my two biggest hobbies for me. And not only that, like watching TV, I just... I, I can never find a huge that's not one of my hobbies you know i saying? i try yeah. doing it for fun but it, to me it's just a waste of time yeah unless it's a news or documentaries it, right yeah if it's if it's documentaries and the news i'd love to watch that because it's you know educating you staying right. informed and something like that but other than that those are my hobbies
1: definitely so yeah speaking of social justice issues you know um Mm-hmm. you know uh, we know we, we we're going through you know a, a time period right now a very mm-hmm. uh, pivotal moment in history um now have you expressed any uh opinions on it and um you know how how have you taken it in right now and um you know uh, being that you have a platform um have you just you know continued to just you know um, rally forward on in in your respects uh to acknowledge it uh in a different different fashion
2: yes well i have yes i have continued my platform definitely more than ever to be a voice especially for the voiceless don't feel that i've been using my platform and my Mm -hmm. talents to truly try to be a voice especially for the ones who feel like they are silenced you know and the things that are going on right now are so horrid and it's just for me I think it's just ignorance, racism. I think it's a lack of leadership. I think it's a lack of empathy and compassion, you know? And that's just my opinion. But what really scares me the most are the ones who can't see that racism is in fact real more than ever and is in fact destroying our society. And the ones that can't understand and grasp that America is a melting pot and is di- and America, that's what makes America, America. It's the fact that it is diverse as different cultures, you know, and it's scary. The fact that some people just want to turn it around. This is not the 1970s, you know, this is Definitely. the 21st century. And I, f- but one thing I feel very positive about is a new generation. The new generation is growing to be more accepting, you know. It's growing to understand more about social inequality. And they are more motivated, more than ever, to fight for social equality. And that's what we need. And so, for me, I'm not not terrified to tell people, hey, this and that, you know, this is wrong. And this is what we should be doing as a community, as a whole regardless of what race or gender you are. You know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you you, you definitely, you know, uh, you know, hitting the right points on that. And I, I really, really like how you, you know, put that in an elegant way. You know, uh, you really elaborated that, you know, uh, very, very well. Uh, you know, it really demonstrates, you know, um, very, very, you know, high high level of consciousness uh, and to, you know, what what's going on. Um, you know, and and you've really taken a, a very very uh very organic approach to it. You know, uh, definitely. You know, I I think you know um there there are different ways uh in which you know to address it, and um definitely you know utilizing the platform just to be boisterous in that respect is uh, is definitely good. You know, um so you know. Le- you mentioned leadership um people who are aren't as compassionate as they should be you know and people who just don't you know i guess you know there 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 definitely are people who are so so self self inflamed and you know um self so self motivated can can you elaborate a little bit on you know just you know what what compassion looks like um I, you know, because it, sometimes it's a very heavy word, but, you know, I've been hearing it a lot lately and like, man, you know, I think, yeah. I think we, I think we need a little, little bit more of it. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, of course, of course. I'm so glad you asked it. Thank you so much. Compassion is a huge word that many people lack in their personality. Compassion, the definition of compassion is caring about people, mm-hmm. but not just only caring about people, but feeling the need and, and the drive to truly help those around you. Yeah. Especially the ones that need it the most. Compassion as something that it's a feeling. It's an emotion that you feel towards other people. And compassion I feel like is what's gonna it's the only thing that can truly move this country forward. Uh, people stop having compassion for each other. That's how humanity will cripple. And that's how people will stay divided, if not already, because it seems like they are. And so compassion is also related to leadership. And leadership is the ability to put people's needs before your own. And leadership is not blaming other people or finding the next person to blame for your mistakes. It's the ability to take responsibility for your own actions. Yeah. And leadership is a, it's a quality to truly do what's best for everyone without being exclusive, without putting other people down. But instead, leaders, genuine, true leaders, bring people up. They listen. And they talk to them. They treat them like a colleague or a friend or an associate but even like family, not enemies.
1: I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, we definitely need more of that. And um, you, you really, really highlighted, you know, what, uh, what you know, um, many leaders are lacking. And uh, I, I, I thank you for expounding on that. Um, now, you know, we, boy, you know, <laughs> you, you're so much ahead of your time. It seems like you've been here oh. before. <laughs> so so you know, so if there you know um you know we, we almost got about 10 uh, 10 minutes here left uh so you know so if it was if it was anything you know that um that 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 pop up pop up in your head about you know um uh you know about about the senate the, the senate seat in particular why 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 did you go with the senate senate seat in particular you know what was it about that
2: Ah, thank you so much. (laughs) I love all your questions. You're so good. Okay, so here's the thing about the Senate. People abuse power. And people, the Senate has so much of it. And the Congress and the President and government. And so therefore, I purposely try to go for the Senate. In order to be a leader, I wish there were more of today. In order to be that leader who won't abuse power. Instead, fight against those who do. I really was looking forward you know i i have my eyes on the senate seat because of the fact they create legislation and protect the constitution you know yeah. the congress itself is supposed to keep the president accountable as supposed to make sure all the laws and you know the people are being go- are following the constitution and so for me the senate seat would allow me to be able to write and try to pass legislation that protects human rights. You know right. what I'm saying? And so that, that's the first step. Like, yes, I could not want to be a Senate or a politician and still be an advocate, but the ability to actually write laws that are going to truly impact, if not millions of lives, possibly, that's my dream career. But it's not just a career. That's my dream obligation. You know, and that's yeah. why that is indeed my dream. It's because nothing would make me more happier than to, you know, write laws and put a government into place that's actually going to protect their citizens from harm and discrimination. That's why I target that or I look forward to it, you know, or that's my dream.
1: Yeah, that that is a very good response to that. You know, um, because yeah, they they definitely do have a lot of power, and um, you know, they they, they do have the legislative, uh, you know, gavel, you know, a hand, you know, yeah. um, when it comes to, you know, uh, what what get passed passed pass through, you know, uh, ultimately, and um, in in terms of like you know, in and the, the the different committees, committees that they sit on, uh, is um definitely powerful committees, real important committees too in terms of like, you know, um, how people are treated, Um, you know, so a lot of this, what we see in here can be turned like, you know, turned like that um, with the right, right senators in office. Uh, So uh, what, what is it that people don't know uh, about some of the, you know, some of the things that, you know, that um, are happening you know, um, and 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 you know, maybe some 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 things that you are like you know kind of conscious of, you know, that maybe you know, everyday people may not know or may not pay attention to, you know, um, because like you know they would rather watch the the real uh, Housewives of Atlanta or, <laughs> or some other stuff, yeah. you know. But you're you're more in tune to the different news channels. Thank in you. The, in uh, the political process. You know, you. well, be, I it could be anything too. You know, it's necessarily got to be you know Pacific.
2: Thank you. Well, I think the most, well, I don't know about most, but I think that what, from what I'm seeing, I think some people just don't know the fact that everything is indeed political. Everything is related to politics. Like you buying groceries and, you know, and cashier and stuff of like that, or uh, paying your taxes, of course, are related to politics. I think that what, people, what some people just don't understand It's the fact that essential workers need to not only be more appreciated, but more respected, you know, because they're the ones who truly carry society forward. You know, society is so focused on other people's luxurious lifestyle, but they don't see how they got there or the struggle it took for them to get there. And they don't understand other careers out there that are actually trying to make a difference too. And the other thing that I think that some people just don't realize is that sometimes when it comes to electing leaders or politicians for elections, it's not always about voting on political party. Yeah. It's about voting on that on a leader who based on their personality, characteristics, and what they say and how they carry themselves and their leadership. You know, not every vote has to be directly because of a political party or based on a certain candidate just because of their political party. I think that people don't understand is that you can tell a lot by some social media, you know, and that's something a lot of people lack. You know, a lot of people don't understand is the fact that, yeah, the way you respond to comments, your captions, your photos, what you share, how you respond, what posts you like, you know, that says a lot about what you value, what you care about your principles, your morals. If you're posting nothing but selfies all over your feed, for example, well, of course, people are going to think that you just value yourself. But if you're posting things like community service or this or that, you know, people know that you like to give back, you know? I'm just saying so, like, um, leaders too, politicians who have social media, I'm going to encourage people who are listening to this to actually go look at, other social medias to see what kind of person they are Mm -hmm. because the fact that one's account would be the most top trending for this name or for that should say something you know what I'm saying like the thing about what so many people don't understand is the fact that you gotta pay attention to your leader's character personality what they say is actually very important You can't misinterpret somebody saying, halt this or that. You know what I'm saying? You have to be careful of that. And the other thing too is that people have to understand is that there's more to TV. Not everything you see on television is real. And reality TV, it's planned. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying is that like, that's what some people just, you know, don't realize or focus on or understand. If that answers your question.
1: Oh yeah, that answers it perfectly. Like wow, you know, you you really really just you know, um, drop drop some bombs there, some value bombs, uh, especially with social media. You know, you are very right about that. And um, I, I think some people are going to, you know, for, for, for probably write some notes down. <laughs> some <Aww>. notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, uh, uh, because like, you know, th- th- those some some very practices that like even some some small business owners can put into place right, <laughs> right there mm-hmm. with the social media part of that. And, um, you know, but it's so true, you know, but, you know, many people, they will blindly, you know, uh, will just... You know, do all Democrat all the way across, all Republican all the way across, and don't even take the time out to even you know um, get very intimate with these these candidates. Um, you know, and they just think because you know they they're rocking the red or the blue that like you know that's that's that that they're the best candidate. And as mm-hmm. you mentioned, you have to get very more dig more deeper and look at the characteristics, look at all, yeah. all the you know all all the different things around. You know, it's a it's a very interesting thing here because, like, you know, um, you know, you might have someone who's running under a Republican ticket, but they might be just doing that because, you know, um, because that particular district, you know, is predominantly a Republican district, you know. So, you know, I I you know I didn't met met candidates that you know do that, you know. Um, they say, well, you 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 know, they they say, oh, well, I have to do that because, like, you know, the the constituents in this district, you know, they, they, they go automatically vote Democrat. Well, that's very deceptive. Um, you yeah. know, you know, it's a very deceptive, um, uh, way to do that, you know? Um, so yeah. And then you find out they've been, they've been voting Democrat you know, or, 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 yeah. or the opposite party that they're all alive, So
2: <laughs> yeah, I just, I just think that for me, for me, I always vote based on who has, I always vote on compassion and who holds integrity to a higher standard. Yeah, I like for me. I always say people over party. You know, I say I don't even care what political party you have. You know, but they're both. Yeah, it, it really doesn't valid. matter.
1: Uh, I think, exactly, it yeah, matters about easy, who easy. you
2: are as the person.
1: Right. Yeah. So that that political party thing, it, it it's re- they're yeah. really both the same at this point. Um, there's only there's only a few few things that really do, do, do separate them. A few 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 traditions that separate them but you know um but when you you know get to talk yeah, to somebody, they both you
2: know, want the country to succeed or you know mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they just everybody wants to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But everyone has their own different way of want, how they're gonna do that, you know? Or mm-hmm. how they want to do that.
1: Definitely I, I can't agree with you more. Um uh, you, you, you really rocked the mic here today. You know so I, I really liked it. Uh I like really like what you brought here today you know uh want once you want to go ahead and take the time out now uh to tell everybody you know um oh well, well before you do that you know um do do you you know uh, i know you're not participating in t- uh, this year's election you know you will be um next year you know um uh you know uh, this is a brave question coming from my part <laughs> so <laughs> so uh you know uh this is a very brave question indeed you know uh now now I'm not going not going to ask you know if who you're endorsing, you know, but you know, you know uh, so I'm going to shape it like this. You know, if you were voting in, in this year's election, what would you look for uh, in in the pre- presidential uh, candidate?
2: That's a very good question. I'm glad you asked that. I would look for somebody who uh, who's able to unite people, who's able to get things done, and who's actually able to unite people in a way where they're not pushing people down somebody who doesn't try to purposely intentionally make it harder for make it harder for people to have a better life like for me i just believe that vote for somebody who has compassion and cares about people and who truly has empathy for people and who will sit and listen to the ones that are protesting who understand where they're coming from and address these racial tensions that are happening and address racism itself and I think it's you know if, you know I, I would I would vote based on somebody who on a presidential candidate somebody who is a symbol an ideal of what America is because the person who's who the person elected as president you know the president themselves is a representation of what America is you know America was founded on revolutions America is a melting pot America was founded on immigrants do I think they should come illegally absolutely not you know I believe that you know immigrants, immigrants have to come legally of course you know but to potentially like to intentionally make it more difficult for people to become legal residents, legal citizens is appalling. And the fact that the people can't see homophobic, they can't see xenophobia, I, that's what scares me the most. When you purposely intentionally try to appeal laws that protect certain communities or races from feeling discrimination or getting it, or you know, from being discriminated when you're purposely trying to go against Supreme Court to make it legal to discriminate the LGBTQ, other races and stuff like that, that's disgusting. That's not a leader. A leader is somebody who can see that we are human beings and that regardless if you love this or that person or if you're this or that race, you are just as important as the one sitting next to you or the one sitting across from you, if you know what I mean. Everyone's going to have their own different opinions. But racism and trying to prevent it from happening, that's not a debate. And if you think that's a debate, oh, no, it's stop. No, I don't, like, I don't see color. No, mm, I just, sorry, I just don't. No, this has nothing to do about race. This election has nothing to do about xenophobia or homophobia. Like this has nothing to do about that. Mm -mm. The fact that people say those words and they rub the Confederate flag and they fly it in the air, that should tell you something. And when you have a presidential candidate that is being endorsed by communities who wave that Confederate flag and call it, oh, it's about history. Well, yeah, of course it is about history. But look, the Confederate flag, well, what did it represent in history exactly? And so for me, the presidential candidate I would choose is somebody who's compassionate, has empathy, can get the work done, but it's not too extreme. I don't want people who are too extreme. I want people who are in the middle, somebody who can represent Republican Party, somebody who can represent Democrat Party, because they're both great, you know, but they both like everyone has flaws, regardless what political party you are there's no one who's perfect you know right but it's just and I just think that when people vote in this election or in future elections pay attention to what people say pay attention how they carry themselves pay attention on the responses to crisis and to protesting and to violence and something that pay attention because the things they post the things they say The way they address people says a lot about what they value and about their character. And if you don't have character or empathy, you're not a leader. And if you're not a leader, why shouldn't you be elected as president?
1: I like that. Well, well, thank you so much for for all of that, Ashley. Um, you know, I do uh leave us with your, you know, a way to um, you know, um, you know, follow you, you know, on social media, uh, if we want to, you know, um, follow you on social media, um, maybe even invite you out to speak, you know, um, you know, or or you know, I know right now we're doing a lot of virtual stuff, so maybe someone may have a virtual event they might want to um, you know, have you as a panel or or something like that, and you know, um, mm-hmm. on a virtual thing. So uh, leave, leave that information.
2: Thank you. Well, my social media is Instagram. It's mm-hmm. A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H-E-W-A-L-D, Ashley Ewald. That's my social media. Yep, I know. It's only one. But for me, I think that's enough for me, you know? Yeah. Because later on then maybe I'll get it. When I actually run for office, I might make a Facebook page.
1: Yeah, I mean right now, um I don't even have a personal except except my LinkedIn. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's weird. Oh yeah, my in my YouTube. I have a personal YouTube, so so yeah, you you're fine. You're okay. Thank you. Just keep doing. What you're doing. You know, uh, Thank it's you so much it's working for you, so definitely uh so uh thank you so much, Ashlene. uh so uh, uh hold the line just briefly here let me let me just um uh just, just um just uh, let me talk to the audience real quickly in 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 our um conversation here with uh, with them and then uh then I'll catch you on the other side uh so so ladies and gentlemen out there, boys and girls, if you happen to be listening uh too you know um I just want to encourage you right now to take the time out to replay this wonderful episode recording here uh, this is we are live streaming uh, out to live me um, Facebook um, we are on Instagram live too right now on tra- at transform you network uh, we are on um, various other platforms uh, so thank you all for who who was uh, live uh Was uh, quite a bit of you guys uh, thank you all for your wonderful uh, comments as well thank you guys uh, so um, but don't 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 forget that you do have a call to action right now. So your call to action right now is to uh take the time out to share this wonderful episode recording with a family member, friend, or even a friend of me. Yay! we got we we all think we got an enemy out there. So if you think you got one, make an enemy a friend and then become friend of me. So <laughs> so just take the time out, do that. And uh and follow follow Ashley uh, Wall, support her and all that she's doing. And you know, if you know someone Uh, who is an organizer of an event or something like that Uh, um, and they looking for a great speaker like Ashley uh, let them know that hey I just heard someone who may be great for your event and you know let me introduce or make the connection and and, and do that you know Um, and when you do uh, let them know like hey you know you gotta do it Uh, so uh, and keep bugging them until they do it (laughs) so uh, so, yeah um until next time, this is the Transform You Live Show. I'm your host, of course, Marcus Hart. The only show where you can make real life in business transformation, harnessing the power, optimism, hope, and faith. Until next time.